We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What is up? Footy fans, welcome to another episode of Soccer Talks here on KC Sports Network. I'm your host, Allie Trost-Martin, and today we have a very special guest joining the show, Susanna Collins, host of Morning Footy on CBS and their new 24-7 Golazzo Network with just all soccer all the time. Um, Susanna, of course, was at Major League Soccer uh, for a number of years doing a lot of hosting and reporting in her role there, so if you're a fan of MLS, you've probably seen her around. And let's be honest, if you're just a fan of soccer, you've seen Susanna Collins. You know who she is. Um, she's just a ray of sunshine, a wealth of knowledge. And so I am thrilled to have her on the show today to talk about this new morning footy show on CBS, her soccer origin story, how she got in uh, to covering the beautiful game. And we also get into some fun rapid fire questions. I asked her about sporting Kansas City and some of their struggles at the start of the year and a whole lot more. So You'll really enjoy this conversation with Susanna Collins. She is just awesome. And as always, Soccer Talks is presented by our friends at Emprise Bank. You can open an account with Emprise Bank in less than just five minutes and the savings just start there. Emprise is a trusted partner um, with a variety of products and services to help you achieve all of your goals. So don't be tethered to a brick building. Start a meaningful relationship with a bank that has your best in mind. And with that, please help me in welcoming Susanna Collins to the Soccer Talks podcast. So how are you? How has it been? Are you getting used to the mornings? Were you always a morning person? How has this transition been? That's a great question. First of all, thank you so much for having me, Allie. It's great to see you. Um, it's been it's been a whirlwind. And to answer your question, no, I am not used to uh, the early mornings yet. I am definitely not a morning person by nature. And I think probably, as you know, working in sports, typically you're, you know, you're a night owl. Like that's, that's kind of how it is. And so I've had to really just kind of uh, readjust everything um, to adapt to this new schedule. My alarm goes off at 4 a.m. every day. And it's, I've decided that it's never gonna, it's never gonna feel good for me to get up at 4 a.m. Um, 
but we're getting there. We've we had like a month of rehearsals leading up to the actual launch of the show last week. Um, so it's maybe it's getting like a tad easier, but it's still I'm I'm getting there. Yeah, no, I can imagine that that would be difficult. I've also kind of just mailed it in. I've attempted to be a morning person at different times in my life. But it's always like an out of necessity, right? Like I'm traveling super early or I'm up for something. But other than that, it's like 7.30 a.m. is like the earliest you're going to see me roll out of bed most times. Mm-hmm. So, but you all have been doing incredible work. Like you said, rehearsals leading up when the announcement came out, I think the response from everybody collectively as soccer fans, everyone was like, finally, like a show that's dedicated to soccer every day. And it's, I would almost compare it to like, it's like a two hour radio show on TV, right? Like you get kind of that nice variety a bunch of guests. How would you describe what Morning Footy is to maybe someone who hasn't had a chance to watch yet or someone who's interested in what you all are doing over there at CBS? Yeah, it's a great question, Allie. Um, the, the way I've described it to people, it, to your point, like it's kind of the the morning soccer show that I've always wanted as a, as a soccer fan because it's so all-encompassing. We're covering so many different leagues um you know all the leagues in europe mls we're covering women's soccer we're covering the u.s teams um it's it's everything and so it's kind of like a one-stop shop um if you're a a fan of the global game and there's a little bit of something for everyone i think and what we're trying to do is appeal to appeal to the masses and like the different the different types of fans because you've got fans that have just are just kind of getting into the sport are just being introduced to it but then you've got the diehards right that have like been around forever and x's and o's and so i think we're trying we're kind of trying to find that that niche where it anybody can can watch it and take something away from it um so we're getting there it's a it's a overwhelming um i think coming just from i worked at mls for seven years and so i was just covering one league and so to now kind of have this like increased bandwidth of so many different leagues has been an incredible challenge. It's been fun, so much fun, but, but it's a lot, but I would say like, yeah, if you enjoy soccer, there's going to be something for you on the show. Well, and you've been crushing. I don't think anybody watching would know that like this person had, you know, only really most of their experience in MLS. And I totally can understand. I mean, even if you watch like, I'm a fan of Arsenal, but like I mostly just watch Arsenal games. I watch some Premier League games and just kind of turn on like the big matches. And, you know, I watch a little bit of Syria, but it's not like I'm not as invested in those leagues as I am maybe here in the States with NWSL and MLS for my job. So it's like your job can kind of dictate a lot of that as well. Uh, but I want to kind of go back before we talk a little bit more about the new show and everything, because a lot of questions that I got um related to you when i posted you know the the questions for fans who are might be tuning into the show um what's your your scoring story so to speak you know you mentioned your time at at mls but what you know brought you to soccer what was kind of introduction to the game uh take us back however you uh want to kind of paint that picture yeah, I I've I've always loved the sport um and I played it in high school not very well. <laughs> it was not my not my best sport by any stretch. I was much better with my hands than my feet. <laughs> uh, I was a basketball player. 
Um, so I loved it, but I mostly played because like my friends were playing and, you know, it was just kind of fun and, and a way to, to stay in shape. We, I come from a huge sporting family where um, they're all based in Chicago. And so we're, you know, diehard Chicago sports fans. And so sports was always just a huge, huge part of my life. And then I really kind of got into the game. I, I spent two years in England um, going to grad school there and you know, everyone like soccer was everywhere. And it just kind of I felt like, well, I've got to I have to get into this if I if I want to be a part of of this community and this culture. So when I was there, I was living in London and most of my friends were either um, Arsenal fans or Manchester United fans. And I said, no, I can't I can't I got to do my own thing. So um, I would watch games and I decided that Steven Gerrard was my guy. Like I loved the way he played. Um, so I became a Liverpool fan. And I was hooked. I mean, it just it, it was just so much fun to watch um, it just, you know, the going to a pub and, and watching matches. And I just that's really kind of when I when I fell in love with the game. It's hard not to. I went to London for the first time last year. Never been. My husband had been a few times and he's an Arsenal fan, which is why I've now kind of gotten on the bandwagon. This is like a first year Arsenal fan over here. So oh, you're you're loving life right now. Yeah, it's great. But, uh, you know, I was a little opposed. I'm a St. Louis born and raised girl. So it was like, eh, Stan Kroenke, I don't know if I can really get on board with it. Oh, yeah. Marriage will just, you you make compromises and sacrifices. Fine, I'll be an Arsenal fan. Um, But we went to a couple of games when we were in London. And just like the atmosphere, it really is like the equivalent of what the NFL is here for a lot of people. I mean, just like that diehard fandom. I'm convinced that nobody in in London works past three o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) The streets were always packed, no matter what day it was. Like you see people going in and out of the pubs, uh, and then just going to the games was such an, a, a surreal experience. So I can imagine that was like the best place to get kind of indoctrinated into this into this sport. And I mean, I think in America, that's you know, there's like that balance, right? You know, you you want to be your own thing here, and, and like there's that unique side of of what soccer in the United States is, but it's also like you look to who's done things really well, no matter what you're trying to build. And you try to implement what what's worked there. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the professional leagues here, for example, don't have like promotion relegation and things like that. But what was, you know, when you started to get into MLS, what was, what was that like when, because uh, what, what year was that? Like what, what stage of MLS were we in? Were we in? I was, my first season covering MLS was 2016. Um, which I mean, it's in some ways it feels like it's yesterday. And and then in some ways I'm like, oh my God, that that was a lifetime ago. Um, and it's, it's wild. So I had, I was working at, um, at SB nation at the time and I was part of their video team. There was, there used to be a a video team at SB nation and we covered mostly, um, NFL, college football, basketball, NBA, but I was, you know, I was always pushing for more soccer content. I was always tweeting about Liverpool because I love them. And the um, the guy who was kind of running digital at MLS literally slid into my DMs on Twitter and was like, hey, like, I love your work at SB Nation. I see you tweeting about Liverpool. Would you ever consider working for Major League Soccer? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And mind you, Allie, I, I, aside from going to like a handful of Chicago Fire games when I was growing up, didn't really keep tabs that closely yeah. on the league. So when I started, 
Um, I was doing a show uh, with Caitlin Carr called This Week in MLS. And, you know, we were covering like all the different teams. And so I had to kind of it was not dissimilar from this experience at Morning Footy, but I just had to kind of crash course myself into all the different teams and the way it was played and just kind of the different nuances of the league. Because as you said, it's very different than how it's set up in, in Europe or other countries. So I had to learn quickly because as you know very well, um, MLS fans are passionate and they will call you out when you okay. are wrong. And I was like, I cannot get this this wrong. I have to be I have to be on my game. So I I had to learn very quickly, but it didn't take me long at all to just really kind of fall in love with with the league and the players and the coaches. And that was there was just so many great stories. And one of the things that we love about MLS is that, you know, it's it's this league where like anything can kind of happen. And so there was always something unexpected, um, a result that was unexpected, a player that had an incredible match that weekend. Um, and I was hooked. I mean, it just, like I said, it didn't take me long at all to just kind of grab on and fully embrace um, the league. I, I I love it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we're still covering it um, yeah. at Morning Footy. I get to kind of like keep my, keep one toe in the pool, so to speak. Yeah. How difficult was that decision for you? Because I can relate to that just like love and similar to you like my start was through SB Nation as well which was you know part of the reason I think a lot of us were really disappointed to see yeah them do away with the soccer coverage because it was such a great starting point for so many people um young journalists who that was where, how they got in um the access and and the opportunities through those blogs and that infrastructure was just incredible um but I'll never forget like just being so infatuated with the league as soon as I kind of got in because St. Louis of course didn't have a team when I was growing up yeah um and Kansas City was far enough away to where it was not something although I did end up finding like a Casey Wizards blanket at my parents house amazing we get this like I (laughs) was is it fate um but yeah so I didn't really start getting into the league until about like 2017 when I moved to Kansas City out of school so I can completely like relate you on on that on that front but when it comes you know moving on from mls and of course you still covered it now what was take me through what that process was like for you because there's been a lot of change uh, in the last few months as we all know um yeah so i um it was a really tough decision because i as you know this whole apple deal was happening with uh with mls and you know, just kind of assumed that I would, you know, kind of follow that path and and be a part of it. And I, at, at the same time, um, CBS was, had reached out to me and said, hey, we're kind of, we're starting this thing. Uh, we'd like you to be a part of it. And so I never, ever thought that I would be in a position where I'd have to make this decision. And it was just kind of like worlds colliding. And um, it was really tough. I had a lot of like back and forth um, with myself, with my friends and family, my fiance about what was the right thing to do. And I think at that point it was like, I had been at MLS for seven years and I was just like, I feel like I'm ready for a new challenge. Um, and it was, you know, it was scary because it's, it's scary to leave something that you know so well and that you love a lot. I loved my job. I absolutely loved my job and it was, and they were doing this whole new exciting thing with Apple 
And I just, you know, it's one of these, you just kind of have to go with your gut. Like I, I could have made cases for, yeah. for either, for either job. And at the end of the day, I just kind of went with, um, I went with what felt, it just, it felt right. It, I felt like this was a challenge that I, that I had to take on and I felt like I would regret it if I didn't take this opportunity. Um, so yeah, that it was, but it was tough. It was, it was real. I mean, like so many sleepless nights. I can't even, I can't even tell you it was, it was, it was very, very hard, but I think, um, you know, I feel, I feel great. I love what they're doing over at MLS. I'm so excited for all my friends that are there and what they're doing uh, with Apple. It looks amazing. Um, but I think for me, this was uh, definitely the right decision. Well, and like you mentioned, I mean, there's so much happening in Major League Soccer right now with the new Apple deal and MLS season pass and also with CBS and this Galazzo network and all the ways in which CBS has really been, you know, kind of at the forefront of a lot of, you know, just soccer related content, adding more games, more leagues, just more access to um, the sport here for fans to to get into a number of different um, leagues, teams, et cetera. How do you imagine the future of soccer coverage here in the U.S.? Because even just looking back over the last five years, I mean, seeing the rapid amount of growth that's happened yeah. is just like mind-boggling, I think, for, it's, for most people. It's staggering. I mean, even like when I first started at MLS, you know, like looking like it was it, you couldn't watch like all of all of the games. It was hard to find games and it was hard to find certain leagues in Europe. And now like. Being a part of a network that is literally 24-7 soccer is just kind of like, how did we get yeah. here? This is, it's unbelievable. Um, so I feel like there has been this like rapid, rapid growth in the coverage of it and a rapid growth in the appetite for it. Like, I mean, it's just, it's it's a sport that's only, only going up. And I think that um, eventually... I mean, I think we're a ways away from it, but, you know, I think it's it's not going to be long before we see, you know, soccer as sort of, you know, maybe overtaking um, NHL or even like baseball at some point, you know, like as as the most consumed sport. It's it's so it's so global. It's so universal. So I think that it's only going to increase. I mean, I know that at CBS and the way that they're investing in the sport and the amount of teams that they're in leagues that they're they're going to cover it's not going to, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon, which is wonderful and encouraging. And the fact that a, a, a company like Apple has made this massive investment into the domestic league here, it's just really exciting, especially when you think about 2026 and the yeah. World Cup coming to North America. I mean, it's, there's just going to be so many opportunities um, to watch and consume it's 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 so exciting and I feel I don't know you probably feel this too but to kind of I feel like we're almost like on like the ground floor of of this and it's I don't know it's just it it, it's something that like I'm really excited about and I'm really proud of yeah no I I feel that same sense uh as well it's cool to be a part of something that you know is still I mean if we're looking like domestically at like American soccer I mean MLS is still younger than 30 years uh, in its existence. NWSL, um, shockingly, only, you know, a decade in. Yeah. Although there have been, you know, failed leagues prior to the NWSL. But it's just like, when you think about it, like from just like a 30,000 foot view, I mean, it's like, we're still so early. Like, you know, so 
it's pretty wild. And hey, fingers crossed, 2027, possibly some. Uh, I heard. Yeah, that was some uh, some news today. We're making a bid. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Susanna, a few more questions for you and then we'll let you go. I don't know if you need to like take a nap or something. It's been a, you've already had a, a I'm trying to, I'm trying to fi- like figure out my schedule. Cause it's like, I, I haven't decided yet if a, if like a 30 minute power nap during the afternoon helps me or hurts me during the day. I'm still kind of like figuring this out. Cause it's strange. We finished the show at 9am Eastern yeah. and then, you know, we'll stick around. We'll have a production meeting to talk about the next day's show and what we're what we're going to cover and then like i'm you know i'm usually home between like 11 and noon and it's like this is so weird like this is like it's just so weird mind you i'm in bed at 8 45 p.m every night so yeah yeah I, i'm i'm like an old lady now it's wild I love it. Um, well, hey, since this is a Kansas City podcast, um, you know, I you all covered this this week um, with Sporting Kansas City struggles at the start of the season. I think it's been shocking for everyone, number one, because of the success that this club has had on manager Peter Vermees. And really, it's just such an unusual thing right now. But also because a lot of the players that are a part of this current squad were a part of the team last year that had a 6-2-2 finish to the end of the season. We're one of the best teams off to lead up there with, you know, of course, of the the league's best that took all the way in the in the postseason. It's kind of, it's, there's really no answer. But from your perspective, what's going on? What's wrong? I don't know. I don't know. Like, honestly, like this is, it's, it's such a head scratcher because when I was looking, when we were doing like season previews and looking ahead like I I a hundred percent had SKC um you know in like the top four of the Western Conference teams um especially I know they had the you know they've had some major major injury issues over the last few seasons and I think that affected them early last year but then they finished the season really strong they were in in good form and so because they were a team that like teams they were a team that no team wanted to play with like the last couple months of the season they were they were doing really well and so I had every expectation that they were going to start the season kind of where they left off and with a guy like Peter Vermees in charge I mean he is smart he's the longest tenured coach in MLS the guy he knows how to win and 
I thought, you know, with like Alan Pulido being healthy again, Daniel Shallowy, you know, is such a talent. I just, it, it's it's puzzling to me. It's it's honestly puzzling that they're having the struggles that that they're having. I don't, I can't pinpoint to like a thing where I'm like, I don't understand. I just don't understand why it's not clicked. I have faith. We all know that, and we've seen this before in MLS where a team can have a terrible start to a season and then suddenly, you know, emerge. I look back at like the Seattle Sounders team that won it in 2016. You know, I think they were at the bottom of the standings and then Vancouver in 2021. I think, yeah. And then made their, not that they, you know, went on to win it, but to even get into the playoffs, it's all you need to do. But I think, you know, getting, getting a guy like Johnny Russell back is going to be, is going to be huge. Um, He's kind of, I've always felt like he was kind of the heartbeat of that, of that team. Um, And so that, I think that'll give them a little bit of a boost. I, I just, I don't think that Peter Vermees is a guy that will tolerate these poor results for (laughs) for much longer. I do think it's, it's, they're going to turn things around, but it's, it's wild. I mean, they, they haven't won a game and they've only scored like two goals, two goals. No wins. It doesn't make any sense. On the road against New England this weekend. They're, of course, it's a tough match. Tough game. Um, so, yeah, but then they also have the Open Cup starting. They play Tulsa Athletic, a semi-professional team, on Tuesday of next week. And, you know, not that you want to look at the game as, hey, like, let's just use this as yeah Vince Builder. But if the goals aren't falling, you would hope that a game like that just gives you that, no matter who it's against. A hundred percent. And I think too, if you can advance, like the U.S. Open Cup is a a great a great opportunity for a team that's struggling to kind of get their mojo back. You know, like I in the end, oh yeah, City Card gets the first one of the season after everything going on with them with their head coach getting let go a day of the game, they kind of start to look like their old selves. It's like those tournaments like always benefit the teams who aren't having as great of a regular season. So agree. Both Kansas City teams, the Challenge Cup and the Open Cup can be a welcome distraction and uh, maybe an opportunity to kind of what missing piece has been uh, in regular season play. Okay, we're going to close out with some rapid fire questions. Love it. A lot of fun here on Soccer Talk Show. My hidden talent is blank. Singing. Oh, yeah. I, I, so I actually, I went to, I went to grad school for musical theater. So I used to do, I was like a total musical theater nerd. Um, that was my, my life. I loved to sing and dance and perform. Um, it feels like a literally another lifetime ago, but yeah, I carry, I'm, I'm pretty good at karaoke. Okay. So my go-to karaoke song is blank. My go-to karaoke song is usually Total Eclipse of the Heart, but I have to have a few drinks in me before I, I can I was face say, that one. Susanna Sings segment on Morning Footy. Like, you know, maybe like you and Jenny swap spots for a second and you sing the headlines. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pitch it to the producer, see what they say. You never know. You never know. Maybe just like a couple mimosas. Orient. Right, exactly. Definitely mimosas. Necessary. So jealous. I always joke that like my voice is not bad enough to where like if I were to be singing, people would be like, is she is like she trying isn't that enough to also be like, oh no, she so I'm kind of in that in between. Maybe I'll take some lessons or something. But okay. <laughs> Next one, favorite stadium in all of Major League Soccer is and oh gosh. This is so hard. You know, for for years, I I would give the the answer that it was Providence Park because I'm I'm from Chicago and it it 
I'm a huge Cubs fan. It gave me that kind of like Wrigley Field vibes. Like I just, I just loved it. But lately I spent so much time in Los Angeles over the last few years. Um, I absolutely love LAFC Stadium. Um, BMO Field is just, it's special in the way the 3252 crowd at that supporter section it's just a it's a really awesome game day experience it, it really is yeah that that's definitely high up on my list as well um okay best food and drink combo to have at a stadium is oh soccer but like any you know if you're going to a game what yeah i'm i am a, i'm like i said i'm from chicago so i'm a real hot dog stan and aficionado so i am i'm super basic but like give me a hot dog and a beer and i am golden yes Love. Okay, we're gonna uh, uh, England now. The top. Who will finish at the top of the Women's Super League and the? I think it's going to be. I'm gonna say Arsenal are going to win the Women's League, and I think that. Um, oh God, this is so hard because I work with Charlie Davies and Alexis, who are like hardcore Ars- Arsenal fans, and I love loving that storyline. By the way, so or chops. Um, and so like for like, it's I like if, if Arsenal wins it, they're going to be insufferable. And so like, part of me is like, no, I don't want that to happen. But I think, I think that Manchester city is going to be so focused on winning champions league that I think that, I don't know, I, that's going to be an interesting match, but I'll, I'll say Arsenal both. I'm, I'm giving Arsenal a lot of fans, by the way. Jesus, this has been, it's been a, just a dreadful, dreadful season. I really, really coming back from reality um, after, back to reality after what was such yeah. an incredible few seasons. I, you know, their midfield is a disaster. Yeah. They're old and it breaks my heart to say it, but like guys like Jordan Henderson, they're just, they can't, they can't play at the pace that they, that they need to. And they're just having, you know, Jurgen Klopp plays in that super high press system and they're just, they can't they're not as effective as they once were. And I, I have a lot of, um, I'm encouraged by guys like, like I love Darwin Nunez. I think that he's awesome. And I know that's maybe an unpopular take, but I think that there's a lot of upside still in that attack. I just think they need to sort out that midfield. Um, yeah. And I'm gutted that they're out of the Jude Bellingham race, but um, we'll see. I, I I still believe in Jurgen Klopp. I'm a Klopp stand. So I, th- I think that it, things won't be as terrible as they have been this year. A Next seat. I love it. <laughs> Last question for you. Let's fill in the blank. The key to hosting a live show is blank. Chemistry. Yeah. I think chemistry with your co-hosts is everything i mean i would say like the 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 correct answer is probably preparation um especially in a show like morning footy because you but i think it matters you know like i i genuinely we all get along like all of the the guys and jenny like we're we've become like a really tight unit and we kind of lean on each other and we know we we know when somebody wants to you know go deep on something and just kind of being able to read those cues i think makes for a really good show and i have to have kind of a hyper awareness of yeah. you know people's strengths and weaknesses and and where they're going to shine um and so i just think having that having that rapport with the people that are sitting at the desk with you is absolutely essential in that role Totally agree. And yes, like, I feel like preparation, though, was just one of those, like, that's a given. But like, 
you know, like anyone's going to show up to their job and hopefully, you know, do the prep that that's needed. But like the chemistry spot on and you all have it because it's been a joy to watch. All oh, thank you, well, Allie. That means a lot. Well, I, I just want to tell you, too, like you're such a rock star and I have loved watching you over the years uh, doing your thing for sporting Kansas City and like somebody like you who is watching the show like you know you're like you are our target audience like we I like I love that you are watching it and enjoying it and hearing your your positive feedback just it really does it means everything to me and and to us and I'm just thankful well I'm not I'm not watching it during the first like live actual taping because I, I don't I wouldn't either but well, once I'd it'll be sleeping once it because I think it runs again, like right after. The it show. does. Yes, it does. Uh, most of my, like my mom, she's like, I watch it when it re-airs. And I'm like, there you go. That's, you go. that's how Because, uh, yeah, I, some days I'm up that early, but it's not that often. So, uh, Susanna, keep it up. Have fun. Congrats on the engagement, by the way. Oh, thank you so, so much. Exciting. Yes, yes, yes. She's getting, she's getting married. I'm, I'm thrilled there's a lot of a lot of good things happening and i'm yeah have a have a very grateful and full heart right now we'll soak it in we're all so happy for you <laughs> thank and, you uh, it's been really fun to watch um your career and see all the great things that you all are doing now at cbs so, uh, thank you ali you today and uh go take a nap enjoy your uh, rest of your day or, or whatever as you figure out figure out your new schedule <laughs> i will i will thanks for having me ali Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.